verse 22. We're continuing today a series on the blessed life. In Proverbs 10, verse number 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. I don't know about you, but I like to have that. Amen. It's one thing to have some material things. I know a lot of people, they got material things, but they got a lot of sorrow. The Bible says his blessing not only makes rich, but he doesn't bring sorrow. He brings happiness. He brings joy. I want to talk to you today on living in the blessing of God. Father, we love you today and we bless you for just being who you are to us, being awesome in our life. Lord, touch this time we have together. Speak into our hearts and empower us today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. If today I would tell each and every one of you I have $500, and I want to give you that $500 today, but all that is required of you is for you to jump out of an airplane. And, 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 but, but here's the catch. Not only to get that $500 do you have to jump out of an airplane, you cannot use a parachute. <laughs> Chances are, no one in this room would take my deal. There ain't no way I'm jumping out of no airplane with no parachute. My point to this story is how quick, how quick all of us, with limited information, form a conclusion for our own life. Because all I said was you had to jump out of an airplane with no parachute. I didn't tell you that the plane was landing. And it had a huge mat at the, at the, on the ground that you wasn't falling on the ground, you were actually falling on a cushion mat. No, if I said that, there'd probably be the majority of you who would say, I'll take that for $500. You see how quickly when I said, jump out of an airplane, no parachute for $500, your mind takes you somewhere else and you're saying, there's no way I'm gonna do that. I have found it's that same way when I talk about the blessing of God. Immediately, everyone's mind goes to that's not for me. I cannot have that. I have too much issues in my past. I've had too much wrong happen in my life. I've got a situation right now that I'm dealing with that I don't see how I'm going to get out of it. And immediately, your mind goes to why you can't. Instead of waiting and saying, give me all the information God has, and then let me form my conclusion. You see, the fact of the matter is, is what we have already discussed, is in Galatians, Paul has already said that the blessing of Abraham is upon each and every one of us through Jesus Christ. That the blessing of Abraham has already, not going to, has already came upon us by Jesus Christ. The day I said yes to Jesus is the day the blessing of Abraham came upon me. The blessing of Abraham found in Genesis chapter number 12. 
I'm going to bless you. Wherever you go, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to cause those who curse you. I'm going to curse them. Those who bless you, I'm going to bless them. And I'm going to bless you so good that you're going to be a blessing. That's the blessing of Abraham. And he said it's already available. But the minute most preachers start talking about the blessing of God, immediately our mind goes for, well, I pray someone in this room gets it. Because that's just not me. I have, I have so much stuff in my life. It's like jumping out of an airplane with no parachute. No way I'm not going to do it. No way it's not going to happen. But I want to explain to you that God's blessing is already there. Many of us just have never tapped in to how good God can really be in our lives. We're so busy giving God excuses that we've never tapped into how good God really wants to be and what God wants to do through us. See, the word blessing, as we've talked about for the last two weeks, means to be empowered to prosper. In every area of our life, God said, I want to empower you to prosper. That's God giving me a power to prosper in every facet of my life. Prosper mentally, prosper emotionally, prosper health-wise, prosper financially. In every aspect, from a relational point of view, God wants everybody's relationships to prosper. It's what he wants. It gives him glory. Amen. Last week we learned that another form of the blessing is the word that means to be happy. That God doesn't want you miserable. He really wants you happy. Some of you need to notify your face <laughs> that you're happy. Amen. I mean, who would want the blessing of God with? Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, I want what you got. Said no one ever. No, we, we operate in the favor of God. We operate in the blessing of God. We operate in his goodness. It's running through us every single day. We talked about Wednesday night waking up with an expectation that something good is going to happen to me, not because of just me, but because I operate in the blessing of Almighty God in my life, and hell can't do nothing about it with a man or a woman who's determined that I'm going to take God's word as what he said. It means to live life to the full to live life to the full Jesus came that I might have life that I might have it in abundance have it in full have it to the point that it's overflowing it means success to have success in life success in every aspect of a person's life for you to go through life knowing I'm successful not just in one area, not just in two areas. We gotta quit giving God excuses. Yeah. And we gotta stop being so spiritual that we talk God. I shouldn't say the word spiritual, I shouldn't meant religious. We gotta quit being so religious that we talk not only ourselves out, but we talk God out of being good to us. 
It's not a, the blessing is not about that. It's amazing. The moment I start talking about the blessing of God, I see so much stuff on social media about what the blessing is not. Mm -hmm. I, you don't need to give God an excuse of what the blessing is and what the blessing is not. I promise you. He was blessing people before me and you got here. Yeah. And if today you and I take our last breath tomorrow, he'll be blessing people. Yeah. I don't need to be giving God an excuse for how he chooses to bless and how he chooses not to bless. I just have to open up and say, Lord, I'm open to everything you're wanting to do through my life. And I'm not going to give you a reason. I'm not going to give you an excuse. And if your word says your blessing make it rich, Sign me up. Yeah. 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 I don't need to go to a seminar. I don't need to find out what I can do. You're, you're not hearing me. Man, I was 19 years old. And uh, they, there was one of these infomercials. Now, some of you might have done it like I did. I don't know. We better find out. You at least watched it. I know you did. <laughs> it was Carlton Sheets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about right now? Carlton Sheets. If you know what I'm talking about, raise your hand. All right. He, every night, because I couldn't sleep, he always came on TV with an infomercial about how you could buy houses with no money down. And I thought, and, and he would give testimonies on it of how people like had all this income coming in throughout the month and year. And I thought, man, that sounds good. So I didn't have no money. <laughs> so I asked my dad for Christmas, hey, can you buy me the carton sheets plan? Because this is going to be my year. And, and I read the book and I watched the tapes. And I tried my best. And I couldn't find nobody who would let me buy their house with no money down. I wasted, or I should say my dad wasted. Not in nine. Not in nine. And Carlton got 99, 99 from me. And then I realized what God had promised, Carton can. Yeah. Yeah. I had put all my faith in Carlton Sheets, yeah. who I don't know, and completely took my faith away from God, yeah. who had already empowered me to prosper. Yeah. The moment I got I don't have to look for goodness. Goodness actually looks for me. Yes, sir. Surely goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. Yes. Woo. Yes. It changed my whole life forever. Yes. Because then God started running me in opportunities. Like I wouldn't even look for. And God would run me into it. And I'm sure Carton's stuff worked for some. It just didn't work for me. God has never had a failure. God has had, no, never once has God had 
a failure story. God keeps his word. And I've got this, I've got to make up in my mind, I'm going to walk in his blessings and his favor, and I'm going to have his success. I'm going to have his blessings. I'm going to have his prosperity in my life. I'm going to walk in it. Amen. Amen. We as God's people live below our privilege. That's right. We do. We just live below it. If you knew how much God wanted to do for you, you'd raise your expectation a little bit higher. God is wanting you and I to experience his blessing. I'm going to say it again. God is wanting you and I to experience Experience his blessing. Hoping that if we experience it, we'll want to live in it. Amen. So he's wanting me to experience how good he is, his blessing. So that hopefully his goodness will cause me to say, I don't want to live anywhere else other than in his goodness. But I have found there's a few things I've got to do to experience his blessing in my life. And I want to talk to you about these and then we're going to go to the house. There's a few things we've got to do because it's attainable to you. Don't block it out like you block jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. This is attainable to you. <laughs> to you. Yeah. I don't care your past. I do, but I don't when it comes to this. Yeah. You, you don't have to deal with excuses with God. I, I don't. I, it doesn't matter what obstacles are coming up against you. It doesn't matter your level of education. It doesn't matter your socioeconomic status at this present time. It doesn't matter whether you were born on the right side of a track or on the wrong side of a track. It just matters if you now will receive his blessing in your life. Yeah. All the other stuff are excuses. The first thing I've got to learn to experience his blessing in my life is I've got to learn to trust him. To trust him. No matter what, I'm going to trust him that he knows what's best for me. He knows the way that I take. He knows everything about me. Mm -hmm. And I've got to trust him. Trust him when I can't trace him. Yes. Trust him when it's not making sense. Yes. Yes. Trust him that he's ordering my steps. Yes. Trust him that even though it hasn't happened yet, I'm one day closer to it happening. Yes. Trust him that every day, God is getting me closer and closer to where he wants me to be. Yeah. The Bible says in Romans 15, verse number 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. The Amplified says this. May the God of hope so fill you with all joy and peace and believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing 
bubbling over with hope. You know the problem? The devils have knocked the hope out of you. You know why you ain't got joy? You got no hope. You know why you're not walking in peace? You ain't got hope. You feel trapped. You feel. Now I'm going to talk to you. I wasn't planning on going there. You feel trapped in life. I, 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 this is what it is in my life. Can't do nothing to change it. I'm in this situation and I can't change it. And, and when that happens and you have no hope for your situation and you feel trapped, then doom and gloom comes upon you. You feel depressed. You don't want to do nothing. You don't want to go experience anything. Because you feel like I don't have any options. And whenever a person runs out of options, hope leaves. But here's the thing. You always have options when you serve God. He is the God of hope. Right. We at the sanctuary are anchored in hope. Yes. I don't need a pep talk to have hope. I woke up with hope. Yes. Something good's happening today. Yes. I don't know where. I don't know how. I don't know where it's coming from. I just know God and I know he's good. Yes, and even if he's got to cause my enemies to bring good into my life, Woo! that's what's going to happen. Yes. Because something good it's going to happen. Yes. Yes. I'm glad. Yes. I'm empowered by God. Yes. I trust Him. Yes. I, know, I know there's been a lot that's happened in your life that's caused you not to have trust. Come on, if you ask most people in this room, everybody's got probably some trust issues. Mm-hmm. And so when we come to a place where we serve God, and we say, trust God, we start thinking about all the times we've been let down. And I've been let down this time and that time. Listen, you've never been let down by God. He's faithful. He's faithful. You might have quit believing, but he's been faithful this whole time. He ain't done. you got to trust. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 3. Before I get there, one translation of Romans 15 says this. Began to experience the blessing of God when you trust Him. Began to experience the blessing of God when you trust Him. Come on, you're going to quit if you lose your hope. You're not going to experience anything God has for you. Come on, build that hope back up. Shouldn't nobody have to tell you to put a smile on your face. You ought to wake up with it. Shouldn't no one tell you, come on, let's believe God right now. Come on, he's been too good in your life. If he would, if he would just unveil all of his secrets and you found out all the times, he protected you when you had no clue he was there protecting you. All the times 
that you should have lost your mind by now. But he held the devil back and said, I'm not going to let you go any further than this. All the time, the person was about to run the red light and hit you head on. But God swerved the situation out of it. You knew all the time that he had protected you. All the times it wasn't yourself. All the times it was God that put in you. Watch this person. Well, get away from this person. Move on. If you knew all the times, God wasn't just thinking in your moment, but God was thinking six months from now and a year from now and three years from now in your life that God was saying, I'm trying to tell you and I'm trying to show you and look at you here right now. You're here in life. You're here blessed. You're here alive. You're here whole. And it all calls by God ordering your steps this whole time. How in the world can you not trust God now? I'm going to trust you in this endeavor. I'm going to trust you with this family. I'm going to trust you with my children. I'm going to trust you in this income. I'm going to trust you. To trust means I'm going to lean on you. I'm just going to lean. I ain't got no one else to lean on. So I'm going to lean on you, God. God said, you're going to experience my blessing. Proverbs chapter number three. You already know it. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart. Come on, lean on him. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways. Acknowledge him. He's going to direct your path. Trust him. You want to experience his goodness? Is that easy? God, I trust you. We want everything to make sense now. And here's what I found out with God. God usually rarely makes life to make sense. I don't know if I got a witness in here. But most of the things I've ever done in my life that has been just a big face step... I was too embarrassed to tell a lot of people about because it was just stupid. (laughs) Like it was just dumb. uh, If I would tell you, you would be like, man, you done lost your mind. But it was because I just said, Lord, I'm going to trust you right now. I believe I'm blessed when I don't see it. I believe I'm blessed when the bank account don't show it. I believe I'm blessed when I'm in this situation. I just believe it. I trust it. Jesus showed up one day to Thomas and said, let me tell you, Thomas, You believe because you've seen. But blessed are they who have not seen. But they still believe. You see, there's there's the blessing of God for those who have not seen God do what they believe he can do. But it still won't waver them from believing. I'm going to trust you. So number one, to experience his blessing, I've got to get on board with the trust issue. 
How can I trust Jesus? What's this now? How can I trust Jesus to escape my soul from hell when I don't trust him for tomorrow? Yes. 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 The greatest miracle is when you save me from hell. Yes. So, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this situation. What's this? Number two, I, I, if you haven't liked trust, I, number two, I don't know if you won't like that either. Because number two is, I, I've, I've got to obey him. Amen. The proof that I trust him is in my obedience. It's the proof that I trust God in what I do in obeying God. See, see, faith, what was this? Trust is an internal thing. But obedience is an external thing. It's what I do. I'm doing what I believe God wants me to do. To get to where God wants me to be. I've got to do something. It's obedience. Now I want you to read Deuteronomy 28 because this is a promise God gave to you. In Deuteronomy 28, verse number 1, we're going to read a minute. And it shall come to pass, if you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe all of his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings, say blessings. Blessings. Say it like you want them. Say blessings. Blessings. All these blessings shall... Come on you, watch this, yeah. and overtake you. That don't sound like I got to go looking for nothing. Right. It sounds like if I'll just do what God said. Yeah. He'll have his blessings not only come on me, but they'll overtake me. Yeah. If I will just hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Yes. Bless. Say bless. Now will you be in the city? Bless. Shall you be in the field? Well, Pastor John. (laughs) Got to stop you right there. Because you know how Onslow County is. And there's just not much opportunity in Onslow County. But if I can get to some other city, I'll be a whole lot more blessed. Blessed will you be in the city. Blessed will you be in the field. God's blessing will overtake you no matter where you are. You're going to be in a town where you're the only member. And the blessing will still find you and overtake you. Come on, I ain't hear you. See, we got to get rid of the excuses. You got too many excuses of why you can't do it. He's the same God here as he is there. You're too busy wanting to give everybody an excuse for why you ain't. Listen, if you don't have ambition, just say you ain't got ambition. But you ain't got to give God an excuse why God can't do it. Because he can do it. In the city, in the field, wherever you go, he can bless you. If you'll just obey him, he'll bless you. Ain't got to look for it. It's looking for you. If you'll just obey him, he'll bless you. 
Blessed will be the fruit of your body. God said, if you'll just obey me, I'll bless your kids. Blessed will be the fruit of your ground. Everything you sow, God said, I'm going to bring a harvest. The fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind, the flocks of your sheep, so much occupation, you're going to be blessed in your job. Blessed will be in your basket and in your store. Oh, you ain't going to want to hear this. Maybe you do. He said, if you'll obey me, I'll bless your checking account and your savings. See, you don't believe God. You don't, do you believe God? Yeah. He says, I'll bless your checking, I'll bless your savings. Yeah. Some of you ain't even got a savings. How can God bless what you ain't got? Come on, I don't care if you've got to start it with $4.22. Have something for God to bless. Yeah. Blessed shall you be when you go in. Yeah. And blessed will you be when you come out. The Lord will cause your enemies that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. I got a lot of obstacles. Ah, hush. The Lord will cause every enemy you got to be smitten before your face because you're blessed. They shall come into you one way and they will flee from you seven ways. God said, I'm going to rip them apart. The Lord, watch this, shall command. The blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all you set your hand to do. He going to bless the land which the Lord your God giveth you. The Lord shall establish you a holy people to himself as he has sworn unto you if you will keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. Yes. And they shall be afraid of you. Yes. That word afraid means respect. They yes. will respect you. And the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods. Well, being blessed ain't just about money. Oh, okay. I guess God wrote it wrong. You're right. Jump out of an airplane. <laughs> Huh? I'm just trying to dispel a rumor that you've had all your life that you can't be blessed by God. Come on. And the Lord shall make you plenteous in goods. And in the fruit of your body and in the fruit of your cattle and the fruit of your ground in which the Lord God swear unto your fathers to give. And the Lord shall open you his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain unto the land in his season and to bless all the work of your hands. Watch this. Come on. Somebody needs to receive this right here. And you will lend to many nations. And you shall not need to borrow. Come on. I ain't even got done with my sermon. You ought to be saying right now, I receive that. I receive this. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And you shall be above and you shall not be beneath. And if you will hear the voice of here unto the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day to observe and to do them. And you shall not go aside from my words, which I command you this day to the right or to the left and go to any other God to serve. 
But it shall come to pass. If you will not hear the voice of the Lord your God. To observe all that his commandments and statutes which I command you this day. Then all these curses shall come upon you. And overtake you. And then he proceeds for the next 13 verses. To tell you the exact same thing in reverse. What he just told you about being blessed. The choice is up to you and me. Am I going to obey? Or am I going to disobey? Because if I obey God. Blessings overtake me. If I disobey God. Curses overtake me. And isn't it a shame. Come on, I'm I'm about to say a thing. Isn't it a shame that pastors have to beg you to obey God? Wow. But the devil just offers you to disobey God, and it becomes easy to do. And then we turn around a year later and say, I just feel cursed. I feel everything I'm doing is cursed. We're disobeying God. Yeah. Yeah. We just over and over again disobey God. We're not trusting Him. We're not being obedient to Him. And then we feel cursed. Yeah. Listen, we're living below where God wants us. If you knew what God wanted to do in your life, you'd obey Him. You'd obey everything he told you. You'd obey everything you know is right for him to do. Nobody ever have to beg you another day of your life to just be obedient to God. You never give God an excuse why you can't. I promise you, for those of us in this room who have experienced the blessing of God, it's a really good life. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something else. It's a happy life. Yes. Boy, it is really happy. It just brings so much joy to you. But I've been on both sides of the tracks. I've been over here where I've disobeyed God, and it didn't matter what I did for myself. Everything always turned out wrong. And I'm going to be honest. Come on. I still went to church to do it all. And some of you about to relate to this. And I was the most miserable Christian there was. Give God a break. Hey, brother, how you doing? Miserable. And then one day I'm sitting in the surface just like you, and there's a guy preaching to me about being obedient to God, and it finally hit me. Like, this is all my fault. Like, I'm miserable, but I'm miserable because of me. Yeah. Like it ain't God, He's already promised to bless me. Yeah. Right. It ain't the people who've done me wrong. Yeah. Right. Come on. Yeah. 
What against me? Yeah. And one day I've just said to myself, get your act right, John. Yeah. Cut the foolishness and get your act right. Amen. Yeah. 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 God is God. Yeah. Yeah. I would tell you about how good God is to me, but I don't want to make you jealous. <laughs> you ought to feel that way. Yeah. You ought to feel that way. I'd like to tell you how happy God's made me, but I don't want other people to be envious. Amen. God wants to do that in your life. God wants to do that in my life. Amen. You don't need anything new. You need God to bless what you got. That's yeah. right. Woo! Yeah. Come on. Come on. You, you, everything. God told the widow woman, what you got in your own house. What you got in your own house. Because I'm going to bless what you got. I ain't going to bless what's coming to you. I'm not going to bless... What you ain't got, I'm gonna bless what I already gave you. That's right. Yeah, I'm right. Thank you, God. Number three. I'm out of time. Oh, I'm out of time. No, you're good. I gotta start recognizing my work to Jesus. In first John four, verse number ten. Come on, Andrew. Herein is love. Not that we love God, that he loved us. And send his son to be the propitiation of our sins. I've got to know my value from God. That if God would send his own son to die for me, why would he not do anything else for me? He's already given the most precious thing that he has. Yes, that's right. And he's already given that to me. And when I realize my word, come on, I'm going to help you right now. I don't need you to tell me what I'm worth. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You don't set my worth. That's right. That's right. I read. Yeah. See, I refuse to allow what you want to pay to determine my worth. That's right. Because that's value. And just because I'm not valued to you doesn't mean I'm not worth it to God. You see, if you go to Belts today and there's a shirt for $35, that's what it's worth. That doesn't mean you're going to pay for it. You may say, hey, I'd buy that shirt if it was $20, but $35 is too much. See, $35, is the value you'd be willing to pay. Yeah. And the problem is, is you have, watch this, brought your worth down to the value people want to pay. And then have the audacity to say you don't feel worth anything. When the truth of the matter is Jesus has already set your worth. So I don't have to bring it down. He's already called me the apple of his eye. He already says, my, the hairs on my head is numbered. Yeah. 
Dan, I know it's not much for us, but there's still number. <laughs> He's already told me my word. So I'm not going to allow a season of my life. I'm not going to allow a person's words. I'm not going to allow what someone was unwilling to invest to lower my worth for you to be able to pay for it. Because trust me, God's got someone out there who will pay the price for what he's caused me to be worth. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And when I know I'm worth that, I walk every day knowing something good's happening. Because my daddy, he's already told me I was worth it. My dad, he's already told me that he's going to make it happen. My dad's already told me I'm blessed. And I trust my dad. Stop saying you've got too many liabilities now. Stop saying I have too much stuff against me right now. I made too many wrong decisions. That, that, that does not stop the work of God in your life. You're still worth it. Come on, I'm going to help you right now. If you'll allow me to. You have the same worth whether you got a job or don't. You got the same worth, married or divorced. You got the same worth and the same blessing, whether you have no kids or whether you got eighteen. None of that stops me. I got to quit giving God excuses on why my worth has gone bad. Still yes. Last one. I got to be willing to get rid of my fear. The Bible says in First John, or First Second Timothy, sorry, chapter one, verse number seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit, but of power and of love and of sound mind. First John says, perfect love casts out all fear. The more I realize the love of God in my life and what I'm worth to God, His love drives out all my fear. I'm just afraid. What you afraid of? Trust God. What if it don't happen? What if it does? That's right. What if I lose everything? What is it? Game? Yes. Yes. Got to take the step. You got to just trust God. Yes. The blessing's already there. Why are you afraid? I don't want to hurt no one with my decision. Think God's going to hurt anybody? I don't want my family to go under. Hey, 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 hey. You think the boat's going to sink with Jesus in it? That's right. Really? You're blessed. Yes. You're blessed. 
I don't know who I came to preach to today, but I feel it was a few people. I just wanted to stop by and tell you, you are blessed. Yes. And don't you let anyone ever again talk you out of it. Yes. Your family's blessed. Yes. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed everywhere you go. Man. Yes. Yes. Everything your hand touches is blessed. You've got the Midas touch, man. <laughs> Everything you touch just turns to gold. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. If you obey God. Yeah, that's right. Come on, you ought to repeat it with me. I am blessed. I am blessed. I trust God. I trust God. I obey God. I obey God. I know my work. I know my work. And I got rid of my fear. And I got rid of my fear. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The devil can't do nothing about it. What if everybody walks out? They won't. But what if they do? You got a promise. Watch this. I, I, I know I'm going too late, but here's what you got a promise. The first one is this if the devil robs you of anything, you got a promise. In Proverbs chapter number six, that he's got to give it back to you sevenfold. So if the devil robs you of anything, you got to promise that he's got to put it back sevenfold. Watch this. But what if it's God? Even better. Because you got to promise in Mark chapter number 10 that if God takes anything from you, he's going to bring it back to you a hundredfold. So it don't matter. That's why Job said, I bless the Lord when he gives it. And I bless the Lord when he takes it away. Yes. Why? Because here's what Job knows. If God takes anything out of my life, yes. I got to be expecting something good to happen. Yes. Because he's got to keep his word that a hundredfold coming back to my life. I am blessed. I want you to look at everything that the devil robbed you out of. All the years of joy, all the years of happiness, all the years of your peace, all the years of your worth. He's got to bring it back to you seven times. Yes. Some good's happening to you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Father, today we bless every person in our church. Lord, we pray that you remind each person of their worth, their identity in you. We pray today that every person in their, this room will receive your blessing and your favor in their life. Lord, today we open up our hearts to your love. Your love removes all my fear. Lord, today, we trust you. I trust you. And Lord, today, I obey you. I obey you. I want to do, when you tell me to do it, I want to do it. Come on, just say it right now, Lord. Thank you for blessing me. Oh, come on. You, you, you said it now because I told you to. Now I want you to really say it. Lord, Lord thank, you. Lord, thank you for blessing me. Lord, 
face you. Thank you for blessing. I want you to look at all the ways of your life. If you, would, if you would remove the fear and remove the negativity, all the ways you know you're blessed right now by God. All the ways you know you're blessed. I know I'm late in time. But I wish I had about just about four or five people that would be willing to take just 30 seconds and worship God. Just because you know how great He is and how blessed He's made you. And if you look around your life and you say, man, I don't think I'm that blessed. Oh, I wonder how many people would just worship Him because you know something good is about to happen. I trust you today, God. Something good is going to happen. You're going to send right people in my life. You're taking the wrong people out of my life. Oh, Lord, I bless you.